Welcome to Machine Learning. I want to talk about scale your weapons again. These are weapons that work on the basis of potential energy and they are take advantage of a effect called the Broman Avaranov effect, which means basically that they can transmit energy over a great distance uh, without the use of electrical and magnetic fields. And the potentials can cause real effects in the field-free regions. So what does that mean? Well, it means that a beam of pure potential without a vector force can produce at a distance uh, cause effects in an interference zone in contradiction to classical mechanics. Because, so how would it do it? It has to operate then at the quantum mechanic level. Essentially, energy may be produced directly at the distance interference site or extracted from it without energy transmission through space. Okay, so why would that be critical in terms of weapons? It it means that you're not, like with a laser, you're having to use light to transmit energy um, with a electric current you're using magnetism or electromagnetism to transmit and create an induction current and here with scale your weapons you can use pure energy from one from one potential energy source to a target source without transmitting that energy um, through it would be like sending it from one site to the other, like quantum entanglement would work with the spin of electrons. It'd be likened unto that. So it emerged on one side and it'd be generated from a source and received at a target. And it would be kind of like with Tesla's light bulbs. I keep thinking about that. How did his wireless power work? Well, he had to have understood... Uh, how scalar energy worked because he was transmitting from one point and it was receiving at the bulb point, which would be the target. So this became then the mechanisms that the Soviets have gained control over North America's weather. And it's been going on for three decades. There's evidence of Soviet weaponization effects for three decades and it can cause things like earthquakes um, by heating up the ionosphere and then causing a resonant wave that transmits down into the rock layer uh, that can cause the shaking and eventually a break in the um, rock causing an earthquake. The other type is that um, why isn't this become more evident 
in physics. Well, just like zero-point energy or over unity, it can't be explained by classic physics, and most of classic physics are based on Maxwell's equation of electricity and magnetism. So that has become the accepted uh, rule aid that physics is operating on. It, you can explain electricity, resistance, magnetism, current, and because that became the electromagnetic theory, then the equations were had to fit within those modern-day theories. Now, they did know, physicists did know about potentials, and they were also um, aware of the mathematics of it, but it was not a popular idea to think that energy could be transmitted over a distance without wires or uh, some form of way for the electricity to move from one point to another through physical means. Well, it w there was a second theory that was created on potentials and they could directly affect and control charged particle systems even in a region where all the fields and the forces have vanished. It's contrary to the conclusions of classical mechanics. So if it's not working at the classical mechanic level, it has to be working at the quantum mechanic level. So that would be somewhat theoretical and mathematical. Um, the new theory was established by quantum mechanics and quantum electromagnetics and the Bohm-Avanov effect what became the new theory. With that new theory, the Russians were able to build a weapon that could cause what they call a cold burst, and it could drop the temperatures in the area. It also could um, affect the jet streams and cause areas that uh, were not receiving lots of moisture to receive lots of moisture. So it was modifying the weather of North America. Feynman um, was interested in potentials. He said that there was plenty of energy at the bottom of the well, meaning that he understood that quantum mechanics had the potential uh, to harness great amounts of energy, but he did not explain how to create devices to tap that uh, energy at the vacuum level that was vibrating and displaying huge amounts of, of potential energy, but not able to explain how we could tap into the energy at the quantum level. Um, but the Russians have understood 
the scalar electromagnetics, and they seem to have a knowledge of quantum electromagnetics. And as a result, they are able to uh, create these force field inner regions. where they don't require electromagnetic fields in order to transmit energy. Uh, it's also interesting that it can cause resonance. And so um, if, for example, it would be considered like the super weapon because if it could resonate, then it could destroy. And so there could be regions where if um, the energy was causing resonation, it could then cause um, a large destruction patterns. You know, it's interesting that the idea, when we look at, energy, a light, is it a wave or is it a particle? And, you know, by inspecting whether it's a particle, we can affect the behavior just by our inspection. And if it's a wave, then it should have the principles of Maxwell's equations in there uh, for electromagnetism and light. And, but then how do we explain what is happening at the quantum level. Well, it must mean that the quantum level has near nearly infinite amounts of energy and also the potential to create, if energy transforms into matter, it would suggest that matter is infinite and energy is infinite and space is infinite. And if we were to look back on the Big Bang at 15 billion years through the new telescope, um, we would see that there's matter. And if we could look back even another 3 billion years beyond that, we would see there's matter. So where did this Big Bang ever occur? It probably didn't. And it was all the universe is homogeneous and expanding at a, at a constant rate, not an accelerated rate. And there's matter everywhere. And that matters in the form of plasma. What we're seeing here with this um, scalar weapon is something that potentially could be a source of unlimited energy if we could beat the, the sword into plowshares, meaning that this could be a form of energy that would provide free energy throughout the world instead of being used as a weapon. Just like nuclear power and plutonium um, were used as weapon for nuclear web bombs. At the same time, nuclear energy provided the most abundant and cheapest form of energy known to mankind. And here we could, if we could harness into the power of uh, virtual vacuum and harness the energy near the bottom of the well, 
we would have almost unlimited source of power, a huge amounts of power. And um, I'll talk about in some of the the uh, podcasts in the future about vacuum potential, but the the idea of virtual foam at this subatomic level as indicated by the equations, suggests that the vacuum energy is enormous and that um, it could be transmitted over great distances if you had a receiver. So these vertical particle charge flux would uh, provide both electricity and magnetic force fields. Now, Russia said that the U.S. was creating weather modification using weather modification, but yet the only way that they could know that is by phenomena. And since the wave, scalar waves cannot be detected between the source and the target, then it would be based on circumstantial evidence. They would see a pattern and conclude that something was different from the ordinary. They claimed that uh, it was causing uh, fires in Siberia, causing extreme uh, heat waves, and then um, also causing their permafrost to melt. But at the same time, there would be no way to detect it directly because it's not transmitting through electromagnetism. So it'd be an invisible force, but it would have to be operating at extremely high frequency and um, they would have to have some sort of uh, instrumentation to detect the scalar wave. And so perhaps they have a scalar wave detector and therefore they would have to use those measurements to uh, then conclude that that um, their heat wave was artificially created. Um, so the other thing is how could they how could they determine whether or not these types of energies were being used? Um, Well, if they had used these weapons against the U.S., they they would know the effects. And they would, they would understand uh, that there was the potential to use uh, use scalar weapons to affect you Americans climate and so why would they do that um, why would they be positioning to ruin the economy in North America well, 
the effect of it is, I believe, would be a currency war. If you see Russia, China, um, Iran lining up with their own currency and doing exchanges uh, in oil with their new currency away from the dollar. So that again puts uh, a currency war between oil as the new gold. So the U.S. has hold on some of the large national oil companies and they uh, maintain those interests in the Middle East and we protect those resources against their enemies. And so Russia then is posturing to gain strength uh, by taking Ukrainian shell oil, which could have been uh, shell oil that would have made America wealthy. They've, they've moved first to take those resources. And that puts them in a strong position to broker that energy to Europe. So um, Russia is using scalar weapons to change the weather patterns. They've been using this to cause warm and cold weather patterns in certain areas of the world. They've alternated weather patterns in the north northern hemisphere and in the southern hemisphere and in the eastern hemisphere and the western hemisphere. So it's a... It's patterns that um, have been seen. There used to be some websites that uh, were watching radar and looking at different patterns, and you could see strange, uh, strange patterns in the weather patterns themselves. And it would be interesting if they would apply AI to some of this historical data and see if the AI could detect uh, man-made pattern within the natural patterns of weather. The Russians have been using scalar weapons to create earthquakes and volcanoes. They're using scalar weapons to cause all the earthquakes that are happening. Which is interesting because if if you look at earthquakes and, and volcanoes and where they're happening, some of them were dormant, some of them were active. Uh, some of them were following particular cycles of time. But it seems strange that we would have so much activity in the last few decades, especially as uh, the pressure has been increasing between Russia and the U.S. And there's always been a, a big fight between these two superpowers. So why are the Russians doing this? They're in a very bad position right now, and they're desperate. They're desperate. Um, they'd be willing to keep their country going, to keep their country from being taken over by the New World Order, to keep their country from being taken over by the Jesuits. The Jesuits have a very good hold on Russia. They have had it for a long time through their oligarchy, and, um, and so they... They don't want to be part of the European Union, and they see that as a threat. The democratization and the super totalitarian state of Europe, and that's why they're acting. But I think 
the primary interest in the Ukraine right now is the oil because the oil is the gold and the large banks are are positioning now on the large national oil companies they're setting up uh and building their financial centers they're creating uh resorts in the middle of the desert and they're working uh, to bring and move the financial centers to the Middle East, away from uh, London and and uh, and New York, and trying to uh, reposition themselves as super banks, super financial centers for large energy companies, and uh, and then positioning the wealth at the top.